if you have a flat tire, or let's say you never check your tires on your vehicle, one day something could happen with them, right? If you're not checking it, if you're not making a priority to check it, it's going to make you a priority. But if you're analyzing it and say like, hey, maybe I should fill it up or maybe I should check if it's tight or not, then you're you're auditing it in a way. So same thing with all these different aspects of your life, the six Fs. You have to be looking at them and analyzing them because you can't cheat your way through it. Either they're going to make it a priority one day or you have to make it a priority first. Let's demystify the health and wellness industry and help you become the most holistically well you. Welcome to Coffee Break, a weekly segment of the podcast Coffee and the Six Fs, brought to you by Cross the Cameras, where we'll talk about fitness, health, and wellness tips that matter to you. Well, welcome here today, Gates and Tom. Um, how you guys doing? Good. Doing good. Got my coffee. Couldn't be better. What are you drinking? What am I drinking? Uh, just some drip coffee. It's, um, salt spring. It's a dark roast. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure anything other than that, to be honest. Tom? It's all gone. So Shoot. I might need to, uh, I drank it all. Well, what was it? It was, uh, Nabob dark roast espresso. Nabob. They have a jingle, don't they? Like, isn't there a song to their... Better beans, better coffee. There you go. I think better we beans, should uh, contact coffee. them for paid advertising now. Um, yep. <laughs> I drank uh, um, a long black, which was the beans were um, kicking horse. The Three nice. Sisters nice. medium blend. Oh, the Three Sisters is good. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh, the Three Sisters is actually... A mountain, a mountainscape, is that how you say it? In Canmore? Mountainscape? Mountain range or whatever. Mountain yeah. range? Yeah. Three mountains. Three sister mountains. Anyway, um, we want to talk a little bit today about the title of this uh, podcast, the six Fs. So the six Fs being family, faith, fitness, finances, future, freedom, I just ended it like there was another one, but that's all of them. That's six of them. Um, a lot of times we, uh, we talk about fitness, obviously, because we're a gym, like we're across the cameras. This is sponsored by Across the Cameras, so we talk a lot about fitness. But I think with everything that's going on in the world with COVID-19 right now is people are realizing that, almost forced into realizing that all those matter. All those need need to be um, worked on. And if you think of it like fitness, you need to put time into the gym for your body to adapt and get uncomfortable and grow from that experience. But how often are we all doing that with the other six Fs or five Fs? Um, what do you guys think about that? I totally agree. Yeah, it's uh, you need to be putting energy into all those categories, and it's a little bit different for everyone. Um, which categories will get uh, more energy or less energy? Because it's going to be it'll be different for everybody, but they do all need to have some sort of a some sort of an input for sure. I don't know if you're going to talk about it or not, but the idea of the six Fs is like imagine a a wheel with six different 
spokes coming out of the center. Um, and like in order for that wheel to keep moving along steadily, you need to be putting equal pressure on all six different areas. If not, if you put more pressure in one area, your wheel is going to be a little bit lopsided and it's going to be a pretty bumpy ride. But the more pressure you can put on each six areas of the six areas equally, smoother ride. Not that there aren't going to be bumps in the road, but your wheel right. is going to be, your wheel is going to be round and it'll flow a lot smoother than if your wheel itself was a little bit lopsided. So that's the general principle of these six steps. Yep. Now, now, one thing I'd like to add to that wheel analogy is that um, now you're right, you want to have that even amount of pressure put outwards, but also some, I'd like to use another analogy about the spokes or something like that, but I don't know if I can come up with one on the spot, but uh, like how Lindsay was explaining how she, her family spoke would require a lot more energy than her, I don't know, for example, fitness spoke maybe. So like family is a very big part of her life. So more of her energy goes into that, but she can kind of keep her wheel still rounded because in her list of priorities, it still has an even amount of pressure. And that, Does that yeah. kind of make sense? Yeah. Like it's more yeah, because... it's individualized too, right? Like it depends where you mm -hmm. are in your life too. My fitness spoke might not look the same as someone else's. Um, mm -hmm. And if you take someone else's and say, well, they're doing this, well, I need to do that. No, it needs to be individual. And I think to add on to the analogy, not to make it this big, confusing thing, but in the center, you need to have like what the bigger vision, the bigger goal is, right? If you're kind of, there's nothing in the middle to attach these six spokes, then it can all fall apart too, right? So if you take it in the idea of a business, for example, to make it an easy concept, that's why vision in a business is so important. It's something that you're not actually going to reach. So let's say the, not let's just say, let's say, I said it again, the vision of Across the Cameras is to help people become holistically well so they can make a positive impact on the world. Now, how are we going to do that? Or when do we know when we've reached that? We don't, but that's at the center and everything else in the gym will spread off of that. So like personally, that would be like having a purpose. You have a purpose in your life and that is the guide of it all, right? So like having a faith, having, so we like God, for us, that's God, like that purpose from there. Um, so then that doesn't, like Tom was saying, it doesn't mean it's going to be like perfectly roll. And now we can see that with everything changing, if you haven't been putting pressure on those spokes, it was, you were made to put pressure. Cause here's another analogy I have thought about before. If you have a flat tire or let's say you never check your tires on your vehicle. One day something could happen with them, right? If you're not checking it, if you're not making a priority to check it, it's going to make you a priority. But if you're analyzing it and say like, Hey, maybe I should fill it up or maybe I should check if it's tight or not, then you're, you're auditing it in a way. So same thing with all these different aspects of your life, the six F's, you have to be looking at them and analyzing them because you can't cheat your way through it. Either they're going to make it a priority one day 
or you have to make it a priority first. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, for sure, it's kind of like you're just doing upkeep. You're keeping you're keeping an eye on everything, making sure everything that you know you're not getting too distracted with your fitness or um, with your freedom or or your family even. Because again, it's good to spend time with your family. You need to make sure that you are putting uh, the pressure on those other areas because if you do focus on only one thing, one of those other areas could not necessarily collapse, but you could have an issue over there because you were just, you know, putting your, your intention somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. To come up with like a specific example. Um, I think we've used the one of fitness before. Like if you are neglecting your fitness and nutrition for a long time, sicknesses could all of a sudden come around. And then mm -hmm. now all of a sudden you're sick and you're like, Oh man, I need to make fitness and health a priority now. Whereas if you had been doing it and putting a focus on it the whole time, you maybe would have never gotten to that point. But I believe we talked about this on another podcast as well, about how you don't know what you're going to be preventing if you are constantly working on it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean, <clears throat> or I guess you don't know if you prevented, um, you don't know if you prevented diabetes. You don't know if you prevented your cancer. You don't know if you prevented your heart disease the only way you're going to know it becomes a priority unless you start it from a early onset is if that issue manifests itself later on. Yeah. I hope, hope that made sense. No, nope. I sounded like I butchered that, but no, 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 I, I, nope, it made sense. I think, um, <laughs> and to expand on that, like oftentimes we think we can do grand gestures in aspects of our life. Like there's so there's some really big interventions out there for medicine, right? Or um, the one I, I like to use as an analogy is how often do we use vacations as, a, as an escape from our normal life, right? When I think what they should be is just an extension to experience life, experience the world. But what's happened now is that we're trying to escape our normal life and get a breather. But what if you did something small every single day, like a mini vacation, or you had a moment in the morning, morning that you had that, and then you can start to think about that in every aspect of life, like family, like, are you going to say, or just get this grand gift for your spouse or significant other once a year, or are you going to do the small things every single day that actually makes a bigger difference? The hard thing about that, like you said, Tom, is that you can't it's harder to see that making an effect right away. But oftentimes we don't see an effect until it's a negative effect in those aspects, right? It's really easy to say, Hey, I got this grand gift for you. Um, it made you happy, but I haven't put time and effort every single day consistently. So the only time I'm going to notice it just like in health is when disease starts to come through. And then we expect, and we start looking for these interventions that like medicine or um, anything else like that, instead of prioritizing those good things like the six F's. That's maybe where like a disease can in relation to like finance or material things can come into like we're getting, I think that's what this whole scenario has been good for maybe is realizing that how, how tied to either like, our job or how tied to 
material things we actually were and now all of a sudden we're not allowed to get out as much or maybe you're worried about buying something from somewhere else because it's going to come and might have some of some COVID on it or something like that you might get the virus from something imported um so i think it's really bringing people back or i hope it's bringing people back to focus more on those small little things the non-materialistic things and the everyday the small everyday things like you talked about that are going to make the bigger difference in the long run in your relationships with the people that you care about the most so. yep yep i agree i think uh what's probably happening right now some people have these big beautiful things sitting in their driveway or not not to sound judgy i'm just saying like they're now realizing that that doesn't give them any value back right not to say that that can't give value but it's only as valuable as you can share it with someone we we're just chatting this morning before this call when we had our um bible study that um what was I going? I lost it. It's gone. Uh, you were talking about uh, the value in something is if you can share it with others. Yeah. So talking about... And how much more you can enjoy it. Yeah. Like we all love the office, right? All three of us. And Tom was using the example that you can sit and watch the office. You're going to laugh. But when you're sitting with someone and sharing it and laughing with them, it gets that much better. Same thing when you share food with someone or... Um, go on a date with someone like you, you can't really date yourself. Um, it just becomes that much better. And that's what we're also being forced to do is realize that this is better shared. Like we don't eat meals as a family anymore. We don't take time. We're all so busy. And now it's been like, no, no more busyness. This is people matter. People are important. And in reality, that's what we're all trying to do is provide for our families, but we've lost sight of families and friends, right? We've lost sight of them in the process, which is really confusing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really been kind of made clear, I think, to a lot of people now, especially um, with social distancing and self-quarantine and stuff like that. Um, now that we can't just go out and see whoever we want to see whenever we want to see them it uh kind of shows that maybe we did take that for granted a little bit and um we didn't realize how much we appreciated it until it was gone right mm. or at least restricted so yeah and I, now i know like for us at least it's becoming a priority to try to um when it was like so readily available, it didn't seem like it was as much of a priority to like go talk to friends or maybe talk to your family, get them on the phone, get them on Zoom. But now it's a lot more like, okay, we need to stay in touch. We need to check in with everybody. We need to see what's going on, how everyone's doing. Yeah. And that's become a bigger priority now for, for us, I know at least. Like I don't think I've talked to a couple people that I can think of, like I haven't seen them as much or haven't seen it as much in the past and in the last couple of weeks i've chatted with them two or three times on the phone like it's just it's, yeah i think it's a really there's a lot of good things that are coming from this and making us realize a lot of really good things yep and Jalisa asked me the question when we went for a walk yesterday she's like what do you think we're supposed to learn from this and my thought was honestly whatever we take from it right we can't be forced to learn anything but 
and we have to have the ability to look at something and be like, let me say it this way. I think a lot of people are going to realize the importance of the important things, not the urgent things. But then what's going to happen once this all clears is they're going to go right back to what they were doing before, which would be not ideal, right? Like if you can't take an experience and learn from it and apply it, and that is why so that's like I was talking with someone about, I think it was a Facebook live video. I was saying, hey, we're going to make a list of books for you guys to read. Um, these are our favorite books, but they're only as valuable as you take action on them. I think people read books and then are like, that's a good idea. Or they go through an experience like this and like, oh, I understand now, but they don't actually apply it or take action on it, which then becomes invaluable. Yeah, well, it's like that saying that, I, well, I've heard you say it, that uh, a great idea is worth nothing if it's not applied or shared, right? Like if you have this awesome idea, but you don't take action on it and you just leave it in the back of your brain, it's worthless, you know? Did I say that? Wow. I think that was you. Cool. Good job. <laughs> it's that whole knowledge is in power, action is power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm uh, just starting this book. I think Two Brains sent it to us, the mentoring business, um, Anti-Fragile. It's not actually a word, but it talks about how there's anti... I'm just like uh, two pages in, but there's things and people that are anti-fragile and actually make a difference in a time like this, right? Um, it's, it goes along the topic of being proactive, not reactive, being able to pivot your business, pivot your life, because you're not tied to individual aspects of it, if that makes sense. There's that greater purpose or that why behind what mm -hmm. you're doing. And no matter what hand you're dealt, you're able to find a way to still do that why or serve that why. Yep. And then can keep moving forward. <clears throat> yep. This has been good. I uh, It was impromptu, like a little chat. But I think there's a lot of good points in there. Anything else you guys want to... I, I, here's an analogy that just came to my mind. Okay, so now we understand the flywheel, right? Let's think of it a wheel with some spokes. You need to put pressure. Every spoke needs to be strong so it can roll forward and be round. But we also have to think about there has to be pressure, external pressure outside of it, right? Like something that is pushing on you. Um, and if you shy away from it and don't push back or don't lean into that pressure, again, it's not going to work. So I think a lot of people are being put into situations where they have to be uncomfortable. Um, mm -hmm. And we all have been given gifts to make the world a better place or to help the world. But I think a lot of us have hidden our gifts out of fear of being ridiculed, looked at, um, failing, whatever it is. I think fear is in the middle of growth and utilizing your gifts. What do you guys think? Or just Absolutely. waiting for like fear of it. Yeah. And then, or, well, I guess that ties into like waiting for the right time to do something too. Like if you're thinking, trying to get everything perfect before you maybe launch your business or you're trying to get mm. everything perfect before you start your fitness routine like you're like it's just not the right time i gotta i gotta wait till everything's aligned and i've got the time and everything's perfect you're kind of doing that out of fear because you're like well if this 
if this isn't perfect, I'm going to fail. Right. Or you might be thinking that if this isn't perfect, I'm going to fail, but it's also just an excuse to not get started. Yep. So like you said, push into it, lean into it, lean into that pain. Gates, you're going to touch on something too. Um, I was here on that. <laughs> you're about to say that's fine <laughs> if you weren't. No, I, um, I might've, but it's not there anymore. Uh, yeah. You keep going. If it comes back to me, I'll throw it out there. Yeah. I think big concepts, big key concepts here are don't like you can't be, I shouldn't say can't, you can't be comforted if you're not uncomfortable. If that makes sense. I think what's happened as well is that we've been so comfortable in lots of aspects of our life. Everything's convenient, right? Mm -hmm. Food's convenient. Um, connection, or I guess what we think connection is convenient, but now we're seeing that it's flipped upside down. You actually have to, we, we are called to grow as people and you can't grow without being uncomfortable. Like think of it as simply as we have not found a way. Well, maybe we have, I mean, to grow muscle without some sort of discomfort or breakdown of the tissue. So that key yeah, principle and, and concept goes and, along with other aspects. No, go ahead now, Gates. Um, well, and it's all, that whole thing about we need a little bit of stress to drive us forward, right? Like if we had no stress and there was not necessarily no urgency, but it's stress that keeps us pushing along, right? Mm -hmm. Keep uh, like continuing education or bettering ourselves in some way or another, because if we just had no timelines, uh, no goals, um, you know, nothing that would motivate us, no stress, then we would not have nearly as much desire to keep pushing ourselves forward. And it's like how in these last two weeks that we've been prepping the gym for the virus or are the steps that we might have to take, you saw how much growth there was in the gym and programs that we offered. And it happened so fast because we had that stress to really drive us along. So mm. it absolutely is necessary that um, there's got to be discomfort for there to be growth. Totally. Yeah. And there has to be like a common cause. And that's the reason why having a vision or a why for an institution or your personal family is so important because now we can see why this vision is so important. And once this group of people are surrounded by this bigger why they're doing it, then they accomplish things so fast. And that's what I was saying. <laughs> I'm a little upset myself because I've accomplished way more. I guess we should, I should, we've accomplished way more in five days than we did in a year. And that's not mm -hmm. to say that we didn't do stuff, but it's just like that external um, circumstance. No yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like uh, I had a thought about the book Infinite versus Finite Games. Uh, by Simon Sinek, he talks about, I think it's at the end, I can't remember. He notes that there's two ways that people change or learn, understand they need to grow. One is they have the ability to be self-aware and analyze and be like, no, I need to grow. Or a very big, impactful thing, good or bad, will force it on them, right? You can't really hide from it. And now that we're seeing that, oh, this big, impactful, forceful thing is kind of forcing us to be like, what am I prioritizing in my life? 
So may I'll just uh, yeah. drop that right there. There you go. Oh, I like that. Cool. Well, this has been awesome. Imprompt. Um, is that a word? Imprompt? Impromptu. Impromptu. It has. It was impromptu. No, that doesn't make sense, does it? Impromptu session. Okay, Gates, can you leave us with a funny joke? Yeah, it's like three minutes long and it's not that funny, but I can tell a joke. Okay, let's do it. Okay, all right. Bring some joy to us. (laughs) Okay, so there is this frog, all right? And this frog wants to get a bank loan. So the frog goes to the bank and he says to the teller, and the teller's name is Paddywhack. He says, excuse me, but... I need a bank loan. He needs the money. Doesn't explain why. Maybe he needs a loan for his house, buy a car, something like that. Doesn't matter. But uh, she says, okay, yeah, I can give you a bank loan, but uh, I'm going to need some collateral. I need something from you. We can't just give away money with uh, for free, right? So the frog says, okay, all right, I can, I can do that. But uh, I've only got one thing. I've only got one thing I can give you for collateral. So he pulls this thing out. And it's kind of hard to explain what this thing is. You're just looking at it. You're not really sure what it is, but it's it's just a thing. It's kind of weird, but it's a thing. And uh, Paddywhack says to the frog, well, yeah, I'm, I don't really know what that is. I'm going to have to talk to my manager. I can't just take this thing if I don't know what it is. So she takes the thing. She shows it to her manager and she says, listen, there's, uh, there's this frog out there and he wants a bank loan but he's only got this thing for collateral and I don't know what it is. And the manager says, well, it's a knickknack paddywhack. Give the frog alone. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> so yeah, that's how we'll end it. Sorry for wasting says, your time. I, when you said paddywhack, <laughs> I was like, is it a bone or? No. Yeah. It's a knickknack paddywhack. Give the frog alone. Well, I enjoyed that. Good. You know I'm why glad you, did. you know why we enjoyed it is because we all laughed together. If it, you had just told me individually, I'd be like, "Well, I don't know about that one." <laughs> but we shared it with Tom. We shared it with Tom. Well, you'd like told us about it before we even named a workout a joke about a frog, and it was supposed to be a talking yeah. point class, but I'd never heard it before. Now yeah, I well, I was gonna I was gonna share it with all the coaches, but then I decided first of all I'd have to put you all through hearing it. And then you would all have to memorize it, which would take up valuable brain space. <laughs> and then you would have to share it with the members. And I kind of thought it'd be a bit of a train wreck class after class. So <laughs> it would just take some of the fitness up, I guess. Yeah. Fitness time. That's right. But I did enjoy it. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Anything you guys want to close off with before we sign out? Close off with. I don't think so. I think I think after that frog joke, I've said all I need to say. Here, I should have done this. I'm going to hope I know what the right one is. Uh, yeah. There you go. That joke landed with the crowd. I, was, I thought it was going to be the laugh track, but that's pretty good. <laughs> Whoops. Well, fellas, mm-hmm. thanks for joining. Totes. Absolutely. Yep. Thanks for joining us in today's show, everyone. If you found this beneficial for yourself, feel free to share it with family, friends, or anyone you think might benefit from it as well. We want to help as many people as we can become holistically well so that they can make a positive impact in the world. Check in next time.